Attention, podcast listeners. Now, wait, wait. <laughs> My voice gives me strength. <laughs> yes. That's how we're starting off the show. <laughs> I, did, I didn't have anything really planned. I was just like, let me go ahead and intro it like this, just because I've been watching a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge lately. Why not? <laughs> Screw the so, rules. Yeah. We got podcast listeners. Yeah, and we have podcasts to do, so let's go ahead and uh, get into it, yeah? Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. I'm your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host... Ken Rossi. Ken, how's it going, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. It's it's a nice day where I am somewhat. Sun's yeah. sort of out, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hope everything is nice where you are. I don't know. I haven't been outside today. <laughs> Well, I would take a look outside, but in the in the fancy podcast recording studio. Right. Well, the the windows <laughs> I have they're actually covered by some uh, drapes, some of those dark drapes. Oh, that, you know, yes. Keep the light out. So yes. I can't tell if it's really bright outside or if it's overcast <laughs> or what because of those. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we uh, have a big show for you guys today, as always. Heard of the use here on the R&R Gaming Podcast. Going to be uh, talking about uh, backlogs and a little discussion about that. Then we'll go into our new segment. And then I forgot to bring this up to you before, before we started recording. I apologize. But um, I did want to maybe have a spot where you talk about the Top 300 thing we're doing. Oh, yeah, sure. On Twitter and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, we could do that. And then we're going to go into our community segment. And possibly so much more. Possibly. Yep, yep, yep. We'll we'll see what happens. So let's jump right into our discussion for this episode. And as I said, it's going to be about backlogs. So to get us started, we should probably ask the question, what is a backlog? Right. And I can give an answer if you'd like me to. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. So a backlog is a euphemism for no way you probably don't want me to uh, go into that. No. <laughs> no. So a backlog is a video game that you buy brand new or even used uh, with the intention of playing it but it ends up sitting on your shelf and months, weeks, years go by and you don't play it but you still want to play it. And it's cataloged in your backlog because eventually, once you get to that point, you want to be able to play that game. Yes, and it doesn't have to be just video games, but for the sake of the podcast, yes. (laughs) Just video games. (laughs) But yeah, that's basically what a backlog is. Something Something that you've bought that you plan to get to at some point. Whatever reason, you don't play it when you buy it or whatever. Um like me that happens a lot and if you're like both of us really we amass quite a large backlog of games yeah well i i think just for clarification if you buy a game just for collector's purposes and you're not really wanting to play it i don't think that constitutes a backlog yeah i think that's more of a collector's item which we've talked about previously yeah so but yeah i i mean i have honestly hundreds (laughs) of games (laughs) <laughs> in my yeah. backlog. So there's um I'm no stranger to the concept. Yeah, no, I I'm definitely not either. I have friends that will tell you that they will tell you I'm notorious for buying games and just not finishing them. Either mm-hmm. either because I buy another one and I start playing that or I just never get around, and I just never get around to finishing the other the other one that I bought previously. I don't know why it happens, I couldn't tell you. But um, you know, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, we we we've discussed what a backlog is. Uh-huh. Now we should probably go into amassing a backlog and how exactly that happens. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> should definitely do that. 
yeah well i mean it's it's really easy i don't know if it happens to you or not but for me it usually happens when two great games come out at the same time and i want to play both games so i buy both games uh but i play whatever one i want to play more or the first one and before i can complete that game or move on to the next game oh look there's another game that just came out that i got to have to play yeah right yeah yeah exactly exactly I um mine is sort of sort of the same thing honestly. Um you know we're we're lucky enough to have a little bit more of a uh, disposable income mm-hmm. to buy uh, to buy you know one or two games a month, you know, or or however, you know, right. whatever, whatever you want to do with your money, I don't care. But yeah, so we're lucky enough to be able to do that sort of thing. And um it just sucks when you have all these games coming out and you want right. to play all of them. And, you know, because we do a podcast and other things revolving around content creation, we're sort of having to keep up. Right. Yeah. And and for me, that's mostly where my backlog comes in, is I want to keep up with everything and, you know, try to have all these games so I can talk about them for the podcast and other things that I'm doing. But it just, you, it gets to be too, it gets to be to a point where you go, I have all these games. And... Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to play all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think it helps that uh, for for your sake, you play a lot of Destiny and Overwatch. And yeah. so it's hard to get to a different game when you're, I don't know if addicted is the right word, but we'll use it since I can't think of anything else. Um, but if you're addicted to these two games and like you, you play them every day, every week with what little time you have it's hard to move on to the next game um, that you want to play. And then it becomes so old and there's a brand new game that just came out that you got to play. Right. The, yeah, it, it makes it, it makes backlogs happen more. Uh, I mean, I have, <laughs> I have right now uh, my entertainment center, the top shelf. If you pull it out, it's nothing but games in my backlog that I want to play. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's not even all of them, but that's just the ones that fit in that, uh, drawer there. So I, I have quite a few more that, that I want to play. I just haven't found the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know how that is. And you were, you were using the word addicted earlier. I would like to call it, uh, call it a, a, a hobby because, uh, uh, for me, as far as, Destiny, Destiny and Overwatch go, those are games that I can play, you know, and always find something to do, uh, you know, within those games. Whether it's Overwatch playing competitively with friends or messing around in the arcade doing No Limits or whatever it is for that week, or Destiny doing strikes and things like that. So, so yes, it does It does get difficult, uh, you know, to go back to play games in my backlog when I have these games that I can just go to and just, you know play for a few hours how much how much time i have right you know how how do you um adjective the word hobby though like hobby uh, hobbied? hobby <laughs> yeah. hobbyist yeah yeah i see your, your point. these games you're hobbyisted to <laughs> yeah the, the games the games are a hobby in and of themselves like video games in general are a hobby in and of themselves but i think there are certain games that you know, like, like you know, if you're a guy who just gets mad and, and, you know, Call of Duty, those are the only two games you play a year, then, like, those are your games. Like, that's it. Yeah. You know, those are those are what I would call your hobby games, you know? You always find something to do within those games. Okay. So that that's, that's really what I mean when I say that. Um, so we've t- talked a little bit about that. Now it's time to get into uh, the fun part of the discussion. All right. Um, very briefly, of course, uh, in 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 your sake, maybe, but you can go a little, you can go a little longer if you want. Uh, games in our backlog, like mm. what? Like what are <laughs> if if you if you had to pick a few of them that you that you want to say? Look, okay, I have you know the X amount of time. I really want to play you know these three or five games or whatever. You know what? What would your what would yours be? 
Right. Well, definitely a uh, prior notice of this would have helped because I could have went and checked. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but just off the top of my head, um, I have a Mega Dimension Neptunia 7 uh, that's in my backlog that I'd love to play that some more. I have uh, Xenoblade Chronicles um, that's in my backlog. And... If you haven't noticed, these are <clears throat> both RPGs that are yeah. super <laughs> long. The long names. Yeah, which would uh, explain partially, I think, why I don't want to start them because they take <laughs> too damn long to play. Yeah. But probably then uh, Witcher 3 would be my third game uh, on yeah. the backlog. Those are probably the three games that I really want to play, but it's, it's hard to start them. Uh, yeah. And as I said, because they, they're, you know, 30, 40 hours long. So to say, yeah, and and that's funny that you say that. We're we're gonna I'm gonna come back to that here in a minute because that's definitely interesting. You say that because mine are sort of in the same vein, but not really. Uh, I uh, one of mine, well, a few of mine. I ha I want to play uh, uh, Dishonored Dishonored Two. I started it. I'm on the fourth mission of the game, mm -hmm. but I had to I had to put that aside for a bit. Um, but I'm going to come back to it now that I've beaten Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. I beat that earlier in the week. Uh, or no, it was last week. Whatever, I beat it. Put it that way. Um, there's Dishonored 2. There's the South Park Fractured, 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 but Whole. Fractured but whole. Um, you kind of messed that up yeah. in the worst possible way. <laughs> I know, right? I know. It's terrible. I know. The Fractured uh, but Whole. Um, uh, there's... I wanna I wanna get around to uh, Bloodborne, putting more time into it anyway, and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I've had since last year. Okay. I had that before Andromeda came out, and I remember I remember telling you that I, that that was one of those games that was gonna hold me over until Andromeda came out, and I had all intents and purposes of beating it before Andromeda came out. But it's one of those like it's one of those long, longer you know time sync RPG style games. Right. You can't really, you know, do what you want to do with it and be fulfilled. In my opinion, in my mind, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So those are just some of some of that are on my list. I have more, but those are games that I haven't actually bought yet that I want to play, like Prey, Resident Evil Seven, uh, Near, Automata. So yeah, those are games that I want to play. But I don't actually have them. Persona Five. But yeah. So uh, moving on to oh, yeah. the. Those are. Oh, those go ahead. Are my... I was gonna say those are on my backlog too, but right. I don't know don't if I really want to continue near Automata. Fair, you can send it to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm trying to get to 2,000 games. Let's try. Oh, bar with me back to you. Anyway, no, <laughs> no. So, so um, moving on to the the final point of discussion here, and I think this is gonna be the maybe the longest part of it since it's kind of short, but. How how do you deal with uh, getting your backlog down? How do people deal with that, or how would you advise people to do it? There was a lot of questions in there, but you know, I've I've seen some people um, that tell themselves, you know, look, I can't buy this game until I complete, you know, this game or the next game, or um, some people even trade in their games to get the new game. So they right. don't really have a backlog because they, they play the games until they either done with them or complete or whatever. And I guess those are both good. Um, but for me, I say just keep amassing a backlog. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. Like, it's not going to get better. It's just going to get worse. Just keep, keep doing it. Eventually, you're going to run out of space. But, oh my, will it be glorious, the space you don't have. <laughs> I have all these games and nowhere to put them. Heck yeah, man! I mean, well, I—I I mean, I've talked about my collection before, but yeah. you know, I have over, if not over, pretty damn close to 500 uh, GameCube games, and I would say probably 90% of those games I haven't beaten, and probably. 
close to about 10-20%. Um, I haven't played beyond making sure that it works. So, hmm. you know, so my my theory with the backlog is just keep throwing games at it, you know? Yes. <laughs> just <laughs> Eventually you'll play one of them. Yeah, eventually you'll complete one of them and you'll be like, huzzah! Yeah. That actually happened to it. me with uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. That's uh, also on my backlog. That, I haven't started it and just... Uh. Yeah, that took me over a year to complete. Like, I played it, I let it sit and fester, and then a year later I'm like, I gotta finish this. <laughs> yeah. And so I finally did it. But yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm like that too though, as far as me getting my backlog down personally. Mm-hmm. If I have a game that I know's been sitting for a little bit, uh like for example, Deus Ex for example. I have bought Deus Ex around the, I think I bought I think I bought it when it came out actually. But I know I bought it and then I was playing it for a little bit and I had some issues with bugs and glitches things like that uh it was it would crash on me so things like that made me put it down for a little bit and then around the time of like the summer when there was really nothing to play i picked up dishonor 2 i picked it up used and i was like i'll play this until something else comes out and again i played it for a little bit and you know i was like okay i'll get back to it eventually mm. <laughs> so for me, I have to sort of force myself to play them because if I don't, they're not gonna get beaten. Right. But so 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 in 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 Deus Ex case, you know, I have some time off of work because work is cut hours, unfortunately. But this is what it is. What have me to do stuff? Whatever. So I've used the time that I have to play it and finish it and beat it. Little did I know that I was close to beating it by the time I but like one one when I had gotten back to playing it. Right. I was close to beating it already. <laughs> so, so it's not like it's not like I was I was starting from like, you know, the second mission of the game. I was right. in I was in the 12th chapter and there's 14 in the game total. So, I was like, okay, I'm kind of close to beating this thing, so let me do it. Yeah. And I did. So, that's one off the list. I've still got to work on Dishonored. That'll be that's the next one that I have to actually get through. And then I can start working on other things. I forgot. I also have Life is Strange in my backlog as well, the second one. Like, yeah. like, so yeah, like, and you got SimWorld. Oh yeah, SimWorld. Yeah, that the the roster, the fictional had fictional league hasn't come out yet. So, uh, but yeah, that's there. Eventually. But trust me, I'm yeah. Eventually, it'll be there. Exactly. But no, so I have to force myself to really play games, and and when I but when I do that though, like I have to do it. I have to play that one that one game in the backlog at least once uh, in in said day. So, you know, yesterday, for example. Yesterday, I'm like, okay, I'm going to play a little bit of XCOM because I bought it when it was on sale. And um, I was like, I'm going to play it for a good little bit, and then we'll see what we can do and make some progress and play other things later on. So I have to put time, you know, set aside time to play that game to make sure it gets played so I can get some progress in it. Or else it's gonna sit there and just not get any progress. Yep. <clears throat> it's not how you do things. Well, it is if you're me. <laughs> fair, fair enough, fair enough. So yeah, that was a little bit of a discussion about backlogs and how we deal with backlogs and other things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Why don't we jump into um some news? Cause it's news time. All right. Woo. going to talk about some news i'm going to start this week because i think i let you start last week's in a row and i forgot about it okay so okay <laughs> no no fight don't, no fight just don't go ahead harm me. yeah go ahead man do what you yeah. do so vampire gets a story trailer and a release date as well the trailer i saw this a few days ago on twitter uh the trailer shows off a bit more of the story will be going on it's going to focus on the struggle of balancing the vampiric side and the human side of Dr. Jonathan Reed, who's the character you play as in the game, among a few other things. And the release date is June 5th, 2018. Okay. So, I, I'm, I'm, this is one that's on my list 
to play when it comes out. So depending on how the backlog situation goes, <laughs> um, you know, I'll actually get around to playing it when it comes out. And no, I'm going to probably just buy it anyway. But have it. Right. Whatever. It's, but it's either going to end up being the game you're playing or it's going to end up in your backlog is what you're saying. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, it, it's by uh, Don't Nod, so the people who made Life is Strange. Oh, okay. They're doing this one, so I'm really excited. And it's it looks like it's something completely different from Life is Strange, for those that don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be really, really uh, dope. I, I'm so excited for it. Yeah, I don't know if I can play any game that doesn't know how to spell its own title, though. <laughs> well, they did it for a reason. Why, I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> well, the the why is, like, you know, all red and, and put out there, and, and it makes me, like, whenever I see them emphasizing the why, it makes me think of the word why. <laughs> it makes me think of the, uh, like, uh, uh, Insidious movies. Where, like, the letter or the number is, you know, just a different color from the rest or whatever. Yeah. In the, in the titles, whatever. So, yeah. You think of that. But, no, I'm super, I'm super excited for Vampire. I can't wait, bro. Cool. So, I'm gonna, I guess, step up to the plate. Yeah, man. Make sure. So, um, the Player Unknown Battleground Corp has decided to single out a video game at company, I guess, NetEase for copyright infringement. Uh-oh. So we know last year um, the PUBG guys accused Epic Games of ripping off their ideas with their Battle Royale in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, but since that time, there's been a plethora of copycat games to come out and come out everywhere. And now there is a, uh, they filed a suit against a Chinese publisher, NetEase, uh, against the game Rules of Survival, and I guess a game called Knives Out, stating that it violates copyrights and trademarks held by PUBG. And they're both pretty dang similar for sure. Um, <laughs> looking at the, uh, images that show up yeah they do look very similar yeah dare uh, i say almost identical yeah uh, according to the report though it says that after you wade through 150 pages of the complaints um that many of the charges seem to fall into that legal gray area that comes up uh, when you try to copyright a recipe so mm -hmm. don't know if anything will come of this like, it might just be that the uh, PUBG guys are hoping to uh, get them to cease and desist by throwing a lawsuit at them, rather than them being able to fight the lawsuit. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, that might be what they're trying to do, but uh, we'll have to keep an eye out for this and find out uh, what happens uh, once it comes Yeah, out. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, moving on to my second piece of news, um, I was going to touch a little bit on the uh, the Destiny uh, this week at Bungie, the Chwab. Um, so this week they had a Bungie bounty, and they did a live stream for it. They did a little Q and A se uh, session during the stream, and uh, in it they talked about they talked about uh, time to kill, uh, vigilance wing, the possibility of changing the weapon system. And the uh, Iron Banner is returning, among other things. So, just to touch a little bit on some of the topics, okay. once my Google decides to cooperate with me. Thank you, Google, for being slow when I am recording. <laughs> so, the Vigilance Wing has an issue right now with it being a little bit too strong. Um, and people are wondering, you know... So, what are you going to uh, nerf Vigilance Wing? Um, now, Vigilance, Vigilance Wing is an exotic uh, pulse rifle. Okay. And this thing can almost two-tap you. Okay. You know, it can almost two-tap you if you get all the uh, all the shots to land on, on the head. 
So they said that they don't want to do. They don't want to. They don't want to nerf nerf the gun because it's an exotic. It should it should feel strong and be stronger. Uh, for you know, again, like I said, it's an exotic. So their plan is to bring things up to bring things up to where you know you can you have other options. Okay. So once I find the actual question, I can read the answer to you. Yes. So. Will Vigilance Wing be allowed to reign supreme in the Crucible, or will we see any fine-tuning in the near future? While we, can, while we will continue to, to adjust the sandbox, we are not planning to an out, we're not planning an outright nerf to Vigilance Wing at this time. We don't believe slowing Vigilance Wing's TTK in a world where our players are asking for a faster TTK is the right call. Instead, we should be adjusting more weapons up to a level where they can compete. I, I believe you'll find, you'll find a, new, a few retuned exotics that can do that in the Season 3 exotic update, which I honestly agree with, because right now exotic weapons aren't, they don't feel like exotics, if that makes sense. Sure. I'm, I'm just listening to what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and they, uh, again, like I said, they touched on the, uh, the fact that uh, TTK is a little bit, uh, they, people, people want a faster time to kill, because right now it's like a, a second and some or whatever. I personally think that's fine right where it is, but uh, whatever. <laughs> right. And then they go on to talk about possibly changing the weapon system. This is the most interesting part to me. Uh, I really question, I really wish D2 weapon system will return to primary special heavy. It was better than the current one. Is my wish reasonable? And this is uh, Josh answering the question. We know that you want more control over your loadouts. You can expect weapon slot changes in the future of Destiny 2. We're actively working on a new system right now, and we will have more to show and tell this summer. Uh, whatever it is, whatever it is, I, um, I'm hoping that they find a way to keep the elemental uh, primaries we have currently, mm -hmm. because right now that's sort of... I, I like the change... Of having, you know, I can I can use I can use a kinetic I can use, I can use a kinetic hand cannon and a elemental auto rifle for you know the distance the distance game, you know, and I can use a rocket in the in the in the power slot. Right. However, what I however that also takes away the flexibility of using your sniper or your fusion rifle or your shotgun because those are power weapons versus them being secondaries in uh, Destiny One. Uh, some people have said, why not, why not just add a fourth slot that will require you to hold the button, hold the Y button to switch weapons or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is they already have that because you hold the button to bring up your heavy, to bring up your sniper, your rocket, your shotgun. So I don't know how they would do it if they were to add a fourth slot, put it on the D-pad or something. I don't know. Like like or, Borderlands style? Or you just have to hold down the button to switch to your heavy and then switch to your fourth. Yeah. Yeah, you would you would hold the button once to bring up that that third and fourth slot, and then switch between the third and fourth slot, I guess. Yeah. But that that still might it might be a little too cumbersome. I don't know, uh, and I honestly don't have um, a uh, a thought on how to do that whole thing. Well, but or, I would I would I like mean, some way of having a return to using your using your snipers and your shotguns, in addition to your rockets and all that. Right, so, hold up. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you hit the Y to switch between your two weapons, right? So switch between your primary and secondary, yes. Right, and then you hold it down to switch between your... Uh, you hold... Yeah, you hold it down to switch special. to your... Yep, so switch to your power, yep. So what's wrong with just tapping the button three times to switch? I mean, I know that, plenty I mean, no, of but games like that, that Yeah, that, that could that. work too. Cause, well, yeah, because like there's other shooters that are like, oh, if you want to use if you want to use your pistol, you know, just hit the hit Y three times and there's your pistol, bam. Yeah. So I mean that that could work, that could work. You would have the one the one two for your primary and, and elemental, the hold for your uh, power, and then the fourth the triple tap for you know whatever. Right. I mean, you could even here just spitballing. But you could set it up so that your primary, when you hold Y, switches to your special. And then your secondary, when you hold Y, switches to your uh, fourth slotted item. Yeah. You could do that. You could. There's a few other things in here that I'm not going to go through. Um, yeah. But... 
but they are they are bringing back the Iron Banner will we'll be returning this week on April 10th and it will go through the 17th. You get a chance to get your uh, you know your ornaments and all that stuff for the um, the armor and weapons and things of that nature. So the season is coming to a close in a, in about a month here. Season two will be coming to a close in about a month here. So they're gonna start talking about the DLC and stuff. Hopefully within the next few weeks, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. So once that all starts to happen, I'll be uh, bringing that information to you. Nice. Yeah, so you can go ahead and give me your second one whenever you're ready, friend. Right, sure. Okay, so Bandai Namco has announced that they will be bringing over Larian Studios' tactical sandbox RPG, Divinity Original Sin 2, to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One this August. Yes! <laughs> yes! Mm-hmm. I'm so happy, bro. Yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. Go on. Go on. That is also <laughs> one of the games in my uh, backlog is Original Sin 1. <laughs> well, 2 is going to be in my backlog. Is <laughs> that right? Let's see. Coring from Lurian Studios founder and CEO Sven Vick. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Maybe it's Vinick. I, I don't know. It says, It was very important for us to have Divinity Original Sin 2 distributed by a team that understands how to bring RPGs to a broad audience. With Dark Souls and The Witcher, Bandai Namco Entertainment demonstrated they know how to do exactly that, and so I'm very happy we'll have their support. Yeah, so... Uh, obviously, Original Sin 2 is already out on PC, but coming to the consoles in August. They don't have an exact date. Um, they're just saying August. And we don't know if we're going to get a uh, box version, you know, CD version as well, yeah. or if this is going to be digital only. I imagine they'll probably announce more at the E3 in the coming months. Yeah, probably. I'm super pumped that you said that. I've heard so many good things about, about the uh, Divinity series as far as how they do the rpg in terms of choice and consequences and fail states and things of that nature and that's something that i want in my rpgs right uh i want to be able to get to the point where if i mess up then i've messed up and nothing nothing to do about it and and also have the choice and consequence to what i do right because that that makes the world feel more impactful, and your choices actually matter, and you can see them. Yep, exactly. Uh, it's a it's a top not not top down. Yes, right. Like a isn't it like a top I think, down. I think they call it an isometric view. Okay, I, was trying, I couldn't think of the right word to describe it. But so what I, I do want... know is that it is co-op. So you know, that's dope. Yeah, can that's right. You can play a co-op. That's true. Yeah. You can. So if you have it, because I do have it, that might be something, you know, you can Twitch, co-op Twitch yeah. in the yeah. future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely at some point, no doubt. Um, I, uh, I, don't, I don't know how they're going to do the isometric uh, style of, uh, of RPG on a console. I'm sure you can do it. I just I I personally um have never played a game like that before on a console, so I don't know how hold it up, would work. Hold up. I don't think I have anyway. I don't. That, that's a uh, lie because you've played Diablo three. Oh okay. Oh, it's like the okay. All right. Never mind then. That's I, I that, okay. That's your camera. That isometric. Okay. The, okay. You know where you're like up in the corner of the wall looking down. That's, Got you. Okay. They call that isometric. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know what it was called. I was always calling it like top down or something like that. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, in that I, case, never mind. I, I take that. I mean, you could call it like fifth person because you're kind of like five people back up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, isometric is usually what they call it. All right, cool. You'd be like, this guy talking about video games doesn't know anything about video games. What's he doing as the host? <laughs> switch, switch uh, roles. <laughs> that that should make people like us even more. 
because there are plenty of people that don't know their jobs that are super popular. <laughs> I can think of a few right now, but that's this is not the show for that. Yeah. Come but later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come to come see our other show. Yeah. I don't know what the name of it is yet, but uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, moving on to my final piece of news, and I'm super excited about this as well. Spyro the Dragon is getting a remaster. So excited, bro. Um, there's for a while there were like rumors and leaks of things. I saw a few things on Facebook about it. Like there was a rumor that Spiral the Dragon is gonna be remastered, and I was like, I believe it when I see it with my arms folded. Yep. And I don't know if it was yesterday or not, but it was confirmed officially now that it is happening. So it's gonna be titled Spyro the Reignited Trilogy. It will re- it will remaster Spyro the Dragon, Spyro Two, Ripto's Rage. And Spyro Year of the Dragon. Uh, the game's gonna have enhanced graphics. Uh, the the article the article that I have that I that I found on the site on the site here says it's going to have enhanced graphics, mm-hmm. modern modern controls, modern controls. Sorry, remastered music and cutscenes and new challenges. I saw something on Twitter, I believe, about that they were do they were uh, they were going to in fact. Uh, remaster the old soundtrack from okay. the original games. So that's good to hear that they'll be just. I'm assuming. I'm assuming just. I'm assuming just uh, bringing those tracks back, but in a newer fashion or whatever. How they're going to do it? So I'm super excited, and the game will release on September 21st on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, that's cool. That I mean, if they do a good job remastering this, that first game will be worth the ticket price alone. Yeah, exactly. That first game is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Second two games, was... eh, you know, yeah, like, they were okay. They're terrible, but eh. right. Yeah, but that first one, masterpiece. Yeah. Of of that time, anyway, because being a kid, I remember, I remember playing those games as a kid, man. I I can't wait to see old money bags again, so he can take my gems. <laughs> yeah. Um, they might redesign him and change his name. They. They might. I hope they keep his money bags, though. I hope yeah. they do. Because <laughs> yep. like that was, that was the whole thing. Like he's just a big guy with a sack, just carrying it around. Like yeah, I'm gonna take your gem, put him in here. Give me your gems. <laughs> like okay, here you go. Didn't he not show up to like the second game? Or am I wrong about that? Um, it's been a while, so I don't remember. In all honesty, you could be right. Okay. I just I just know that he was in he was in the series. So right. yeah. Yeah. I just ah super excited. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Alright, so last piece of news for today. <clears throat> and that's the Insomniac Games and Sony's Marvel Spider Man has a release date. That's right, it does. Yeah. I saw that too. So, and I was like, I'm gonna leave that one alone because I love Spider Man, but I was like, somebody else is gonna cover it. Yeah. It's gonna be you, so I'll yeah, let you take that. Because I love Spider Man even more. <laughs> um, but no, it will launch on PlayStation 4 on September 7th, 2018, so two weeks before Spyro does. There will be a collector's edition. and That collector's edition looks super dope with that figure, bro. You mm-hmm. see that figure? Yeah, and there's supposed to be a, a digital deluxe version as well, which says that it comes with three Spidey suits, a Spider Drone gadget, and you'll also receive a Spider-Man avatar and a theme for your nice. game. Nice. Um, let's see. And I hope that you know we get some of these stuffs. It's hard to read because it's super tiny print. <laughs> oh, that's no good. Jeez. Um, the worst, man. But no, you're supposed to also get, let's see, The City That Never Sleeps, a three post-launch story chapters. So supposedly there will be, you'll get story chapters that will come out after the game. And it says that you're supposed to get a physical pin, like a Spider-Man pin that looks pretty dope, if I do say so myself. Man, I'm super excited. Yeah. I may have to get the collector's edition just for the figure. Right. Well, the collector's edition will set you back $150. Um, 
But oh, you, that hurts my wallet just thinking about it right yeah, now. <laughs> but you will also get the uh, Spider-Man statue. You'll get a custom Spider-Man steel book. And you'll get a mini art book as well as everything else that's in the uh, standard deluxe version. I'm going to look uh, and find out because I did pre-order this as soon as like I saw it was out. And I was like, oh, you get stuff if you pre-order it? All right, then I'll go pre-order that. <laughs> That figure looks super dope. I'm really excited for the game. The game looks... It it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Just from, from what we've seen of it so far, it looks fantastic. So that'll give me reason to play my uh, PS4 again because I haven't gone back to play Horizon Zero Dawn still, which is also in the backlog. Yes, sir. Still. So, yeah. um, That's going to do it for our new segment, right? Yeah, I guess we're, we're done. done. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. All right, good. So, uh, let's just take take a minute um, and touch on the top 300 game tournament that we're currently doing on uh, Twitter as well as the Joystick Entertainment forums on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Did you want to start? You want me to? You're 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 running the show over there, so you can go ahead and take it away if you want. Oh, all right, sure. So we're doing. And- Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I was going to say I apologize. I was going to say I apologize for putting it like as such a last minute, short notice thing. I meant to tell you, but tell you before that I was planning to do it, and I forgot. Right. <laughs> Son of a monkey's ass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll cut that out. Um, but you're good, man. So no, so. We're doing on Twitter and we're doing on the Joystick Entertainment page. We're doing a, if you will, tournament battle uh, where games are battling it out against each other and people are voting on the games that they like. And whichever one gets the most votes from the Twitter and the uh, Facebook moves on in the tournament. And we're doing this to try and find out what 300 games are the best because Game Informer had a, uh, a magazine that they released stating the top 300 and there were good games on the list, but I definitely felt like they had them uh, organized really weird and, and really wrong. Like yeah. There's a lot of games in that top 100 that was like, this this isn't like a top 100 game. Like, you know, this, this is like more back in the 200 or this you know this game way back here at 99 that should be up in like the top 10 sort of feeling from it yeah so um that's what we're doing we're trying to find out what is actually the best game and so far we've done about 13 14 days worth of games and we're we're getting close man yeah we're getting close and some of some of the matchups now are getting pretty interesting like mm-hmm. there's one that was a few days ago it was yeah, Witcher Two and Blacklist. Those are uh, really tough games to choose from for me, anyway, just because I enjoyed both of those games for different reasons. Uh, but you know, I eventually made my vote, which was Witcher Two, and uh, yeah. So the the matchups as we go along, these matchups are gonna start to get tougher. Mm-hmm. I think so, anyway. Oh yeah, they are, and we had to start because uh, I'm using a. A website to help me with the ordering and they only go up to 256 so in order to do this uh, I've had to like start with the bottom end of the 300 if you will to like narrow those guys down so yeah. that we could move on to um, the top games so you'll you should start seeing a lot of games that you haven't seen before as opposed to you know, seeing a bunch of games that you had already, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, in fact, according to the thing, there's like 125 matchups, <laughs> like in the first round. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Now, granted, we're releasing these um, eight games at a time, so we're doing four matchups at a time. So it's not, you know, like we're we're doing a hundred and whatever, but it's it's gonna be just a minute before we figure out uh which game is the number one i'm more just yeah. to see which games are in the top 10 because i gotta be honest 
I did not expect Splinter Cell Blacklist to be where it's at right now. Like, yeah, legit low key. I, I did not expect that at all. So I'm I'm being surprised. Like all, it seems like all of the Japanese RPGs that I love that I'm voting for, it's like <laughs> they're getting one vote, my vote. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it'll definitely be interesting. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah, and it's definitely something for you know you guys to get involved in as well, both through our Twitter and through the Joystick Entertainment forums as well. Definitely do that. Because yeah. we're always looking for more feedback on that, so okay. we can improve, so we can get the tournament going. And here's the thing: if you want to double dip and vote on both, who's gonna stop you? <laughs> right, right. Do it, do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. do them both. Yeah, but if uh, you, especially if you're on if you're on Facebook, you know, you can you can like one of them and then put a comment saying, you know, I want to vote for the other one as well. Cool. No, I'm not. I'm not counting that. No, it's just, I'm not going that one. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't comment and, no, you have to Boom. choose, but you could go onto Twitter and retweet. And on Twitter, you can retweet and like, and I can't do nothing about that. And that yeah. will, you know, give a vote for both. But on Facebook, you have to pick, you have to like it or you have to heart it. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But uh, speaking of Twitter, Byron, uh, what's the uh, Twitter they can find us at? Oh yes, they can find the Twitter. That's R and R Gaming Pod. That's the let the letter R A N D the letter R P O D. Gale Gaming Gaming P O D. Yeah, G A M I N G. Yeah. P O D. Bingo was his name on all that, so all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. So that was a little bit about the uh, tournament that you guys should definitely take part in. It's super fun. I'm having a blast with that as well. So. Let's move on to our community segment. Community segment! Last week, we asked you guys, how do you deal with your backlog in games? And uh, got a few responses here. Being from uh, Noah Pulley saying that uh, he actually makes a deal with himself. uh, Saying that he won't buy a game until he beats two. Um, but he messed up when he bought Far Cry 5. <laughs> oh, dang. So, and, I mean, I from what I've seen of Far Cry 5, looks yeah. pretty interesting. At least the intro stuff does anyway. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. He says yeah. he said, he then goes on to say that uh, he won't buy uh, Nino Kuni 2 until he can beat two more not, not including Far Cry. Right. I wonder if, if that's something... Because, see, my wife is, like, cool with me doing whatever. <laughs> like, she doesn't good. She doesn't stop me uh, from buying games if I really want them. Yeah. Uh, in fact, she sometimes encourages me to buy games. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's, it's really cool. But I wonder, because I, I feel like sometimes some wives will put the clamp down and say, no, you can't buy this, you have to save up for blah 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 or whatever yeah and i wonder if that's adult things. yeah i wonder if that's uh, a scenario case here yeah it i mean it it definitely could be a case for those with wives and other commitments things like that definitely could be a case because you know managing finance is important and dropping 60 bucks on a game you know <laughs> is a tall task for some people you know so i yeah. totally understand it yep so that was all we had for this week's question of the week. Um, the next one is going to be, who is your favorite streamer and why? So next week we're going to be talking about Twitch and just streaming in general. Uh, working on having a guest for that, for that episode. Once it happens, um, when when if they do decide they want to be on, um, we'll get you guys information out so that way you guys can ask questions if you want to, of them, and then, you know, we can go from there. So, yeah, next week, get back to us, or we'll post the question on the joystick page, and uh, we'll go from there, and we'll get answers and read them next week on the show. Yep. Yeah, as always, sounds like a plan. And with that, we're done, right? 
Yes, sir. And we're out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 39 of the RNR Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Ken, before we get out of here, round of plugs, go. Yeah, so uh, Byron already said you can find our podcast on Twitter at RNR Gaming Pod, so be sure with that. But you can also find me personally on Twitter at MacroBov, that's M A C R O B O V. And of course, Byron's on Twitter at B underscore Ron1417. You can also find him on Twitch, though. What's that Twitch handle, bud? Twitch handle is B underscore Ron1417. I recently, as of yesterday, as of recording, I hit the affiliate milestone, which is awesome for me. I'm I'm Ooh. super happy. Yeah, I'm super happy for do for that. It's it's been it's been a long time uh coming. I, I can I'm gonna share my story next week on, on the podcast. I'll 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 save the story for next week. But um but it's it's been a long time coming and I'm so happy and I wanna thank everyone who has supported me to get to this point right now and the grind is just going to continue from here. And this kind of grind is a good grind. So, you know, right. thanks so much. Um you can also find the podcast though in other places as well. We are on iTunes, we're on Google Play Music, and we're on the Castbox app. Mm. So yeah, um, make sure to make sure to on iTunes, uh, follow us, subscribe to the podcast, and give us a five star five stars and leave us a review as well. It helps us grow and it helps us to provide better content for you guys week in and week out. And same thing goes for Castbox and the Google Play Store. Subscribe on there. You'll get updates every time we go live. Um, and yeah, that's actually it. So yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and we hope to see you next week. Ken, they got to come back. Yeah. Yeah. You got to come back because everyone could use a little more R and R.